0: Welcome to our Clinicians in Conversation podcast series, part of the NIHR, the National Institute for Health Research podcast programme. In this episode, we are talking about viral hepatitis, and you will hear from Professor Andrew Ustianowski, National Specialty Co-Lead for Infection at the NIHR Clinical Research Network, and Professor William Rosenberg, National Specialty Lead for Hepatology at the NIHR Clinical Research Network. They'll be taking a look at how the research environment in the UK has enabled rapid developments in the treatment of viral hepatitis, with a particular focus on commercial clinical research.
1: Welcome to the NIHR CRN podcast on research in viral hepatitis. My name is Andy Yustinowski. I'm the Joint National Specialty Lead for Infection, and I'm delighted to welcome Professor William Rosenberg, who is the National Specialty Lead for Hepatology. Welcome, William.
2: Thanks, Andy. Thanks for inviting me.
1: Great. Well, to start off with William, um, would you be able to briefly just update us on the epidemiology of viral hepatitis in the UK?
2: Sure. Um, the two biggest problems in chronic viral hepatitis in the UK are hepatitis C, which is now fortunately a dwindling problem, and uh, hepatitis B, with a little bit of superadded added um, hepatitis D super-infecting some of the hepatitis B patients. We've got about 150,000 of hepatitis C and 150,000 hepatitis B patients before we started the elimination programme for hepatitis C. And uh, we estimate we're about halfway through eliminating hepatitis C at present.
1: Um, Yes, absolutely. And we've both been involved in the hepatitis C research programmes. Can you give me a bit of background on, on what's been going on in the UK in terms of viral hepatitis research over the last few years?
2: Well, the last couple of decades of management of hepatitis C and research in hepatitis C have been some of the most exciting um, decades in in the whole history of hepatology. Um, We've gone from a position where uh, you and I both remember treating patients for hepatitis C with interferon uh, and then interferon and ribavirin where cure rates were between 6, 15 and then about 40%. And with the advent of um, directly acting antiviral agents, we're now seeing cure rates exceeding 95% in virtually every case. And all of that has been led through clinical trials, clinical research trials in collaboration with industry um, over the last couple of decades. Um, And this has been so successful that we're now participating in the WHO and uh, national NHS um ambitions for eliminating hepatitis c in the next uh, in the next decade
1: great so let's shift the focus then to hepatitis b because the pipeline previously hasn't been so rich but i, I think the pipeline's looking very promising in terms of research and new agents what's your view on hepatitis b
2: no, i t- i totally agree with you andy i think it's uh, been a disease which has been neglected to some extent um There have been major advances in that we can control infection, but up until recently there's been little prospect of actually curing patients, uh, enabling them to um, be healthy off treatment. But that's all changed with the advent of new agents which are coming in, the variety of new drugs which either target the hepatitis B virus or stimulate host immune responses to lead to either functional cure where patients can be off therapy controlling their infection uh, fully themselves with their own immune uh, response, or maybe even in the future getting to a point where we, pe- people can actually eliminate the hepatitis B virus from their bodies. So I think the next uh, five or ten years are going to be incredibly exciting in the field of hepatitis B research with these new agents uh, directed at the virus or at the immune system coming through clinical trials. And of course, because of our extensive experience in clinical trials in hepatitis C. We're very well set up to follow on and uh, in the same clinicians getting involved in clinical trials in hepatitis B and Delta, which super infects a small minority, but a very important minority of our patients with hepatitis
1: B. So it is a very exciting time for hepatitis B research. Um, We've got a lot of experience of doing hepatitis C research in the UK, as you say. Um, What would be your argument for bringing the hepatitis B pipelines through to us within England and the devolved administrations?
2: Well, Andy, I think we're in a really strong position to deliver clinical trials in hepatitis B Um, for two reasons. First of all, we've developed this wonderful clinical network structure that covers the whole of the UK through the operational delivery networks, which have uh, implemented the delivery of treatment for patients with hepatitis C working towards the elimination. And that infrastructure of 22 centres across the country delivering care for hepatitis C involves the same clinicians that will be looking after patients with hepatitis B, so they have well-characterised clinical populations. And this, of course, is allied to the really fantastic NIHR research infrastructure uh, that is distributed across the country and delivering clinical research through 15 uh, locations across England and the devolved nations. When you put those two things together, the clinical infrastructure with clinical populations and the research infrastructure designed to deliver clinical research, I think you could argue that we're really in a unique position to um, draw on our clinical populations and involve those patients in research uh, into um, new agents for hepatitis B.
1: That's great. And I agree with you there. I think we're in a in a good position in terms of we've got some very research active um, clinicians. We've got databases with large numbers of people with hepatitis B um, and we've got the um, We've got the structure to actually even go along for the phase four studies, the implementation science, the health economics side as well. So we can really take things from the present early phase studies all the way through to the end within the UK. And I think it's a very, very exciting time indeed.
2: Well, increasingly, we're making use of linkage of um, clinical trial patients data into um, NHS digital for uh, digital follow up of patients. for long-term follow-up, which places no real burden on the patients themselves, but enables us to acquire information uh, with their consent, obviously, uh, of their um, resource usage. So that really informs detailed granular studies of the health economics of uh, long-term care of these patients. So yeah, I think there's there's probably nowhere better place to do these studies than than the UK.
1: And that's a good place for us to finish on that good note. So thank you so much, William, for spending the time with us today. My pleasure. Thank you, Andy.
0: To find out more about how the NIHR supports viral hepatology research, visit the NIHR website. This was an episode of the NIHR Clinicians in Conversation podcast series. Thank you for listening.